You're listening to Cinema Geekly Premium, premium podcasts from premium people. Thanks for your support. all-encompassing Marvel podcast. It's Anthony and Aurora here. This is the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, where you learn what torture is like as <laughs> we watch Jessica Jones two episodes at a time. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently we discuss it as well, but uh, I think it's really more of a human study as to, uh, <laughs> it's like a case study in restraint and yeah. a, a little bit of insanity thrown in. Yes. As well, because this is not an easy show. Much like Daredevil, this is not an easy show to just stop it to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and but that's what we do because we're nuts. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna talk. Uh, I believe it's episodes five and six this yeah. week. Um, I uh, th- these felt like uh, continuing to like build up to something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, obviously, it's all building up to something because this is one long 13-hour movie story arc thing. Uh, but I feel like they're building up to an episode that will be happening fairly soon. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah. something, that some, something big is going to happen before mm-hmm. the end of the season. Um, so these are, these are not the meat of the season. Daredevil had a few of these as well where they were still very good episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, but nothing insane happened but we're getting we're getting there some things happen uh let's start with season one episode five aka the sandwich saved me (laughs) uh the first thing we uh, the first thing we get aurora is a flashback yeah to 18 months ago where jessica is working at uh what would you say a call center maybe yeah it was like an office yeah yeah there's a lot of cubicles and people at computers and she looks like she's having a thoroughly horrible time working there. Mm-hmm. And uh, although we get to see early, uh, uh, an early sneak peek into uh, Jessica's detective skills because we learn that she has used them to manipulate her boss. Yes. Uh, he is apparently doing a bunch of horrible things, uh, not the least of which is creating a fake employee and taking all of the money for mm-hmm. himself. And basically, she uses this all all of this information to blackmail him into uh, giving her a six month severance uh, package, mm-hmm. and uh, I believe uh, a glowing recommendation for whatever her next job might be. <laughs> right. Um, we also, in these flashbacks, see Jessica hanging out with Trish at a dive bar, 
when some asshole comes up to hit on Trish mm-hmm. and <laughs> and I, I, I think Jessica st- basically because Trish sort of blows him off right, right. and Jessica is like no nah, we're not going to let this slide she decides to show this guy up and she's like hey let's go play the strength game it's like mm-hmm. a punching bag and the dude punches it and it's like 500 or whatever and she hits it and like maxes out at 999 and he has to apologize to Trish and pay for their drinks, which Jessica then uses to actually just buy everybody in the bar a round of drinks yeah. instead yeah. of paying for a bar. Tab. That was great. I love that scene. Uh, we also get uh, a flashback that shows uh, uh, Jessica saving uh, a little boy from almost being hit by a taxi cab while dressed as a hoagie. Uh, apparently her next job <laughs> was wearing a sandwich costume and trying to sell uh, two-for-one hoagies. And she saved a little boy, and the little boy exclaims, The sandwich saved me! Mm-hmm. Um, which, by the way, is cute, but not as great as what I presume in the background was the voice of the cab driver, who said something <laughs> along the lines of, like, Get out of the way, you stupid sandwich! Uh, which I thought was awesome. Yeah. Um, and this is when Jessica, I think, decides she wants to be a superhero for the first mm-hmm. time. And we get a cute scene with her and Trish where... Trish is showing her some <laughs> concept uh, ideas for her outfit. Right. Um, which I can't remember what Jessica was like describing it. She was not a fan of this. No. Trish... But it was actually the, the costume from the comics. <laughs> yes. And, uh, and she's like, Trish is like, we call you Jewel. And she's like, Jewel's a stripper name, like a slutty yeah. stripper. Uh, uh, And she's like, by the looks of that costume, you'd have to call me Camel Toe, which (laughs) in my living room, that uh, erupted with laughter. Oh, my God. (laughs) She is so awesome. I love Jessica Jones. Um, So that's what we learned in the flashbacks, right? Um, Mm -hmm. So uh, we also get uh, some more with uh, uh, this is. So this is where the, this is the episode where Jessica and her crew, Simpson and Trish, they decide they are going to try to take uh, Kilgrave down. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a plan uh, all worked out. Simpson has um, this building. Like, what is this building? It's like a special ops building or something. I, or yeah, I don't know. It's abandoned. And yeah. There's like a hermetically sealed room that they're like, we can knock out Kilgrave and put him in there. It's soundproof. He wouldn't be able to tell anybody to do anything, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And uh, they set up this plan. Uh, it uh, it works to perfection, actually. They uh, Simpson is able to shoot him with a dart that knocks Kilgrave out, right. stuff him into a van, and once they get to the facility, they realize that he had a tracker in his jacket. And uh, heavily... I guess they were uh, maybe they were heavily. I guess they were armed. They they had these taser sticks, like yeah. rods almost. Mm-hmm. And Jessica and Simpson were taking these people. Uh, I almost said Jessica Simpson, by the way, uh, <laughs> who was not in this show, uh, <laughs> thankfully. <laughs> but uh, they were taking on these guys, sort of fending them off, but not really. Uh, eventually, they kind of just overwhelmed them and then took Kilgrave back. And under some interrogation from Officer Simpson, we find out that these men were not under control, uh, under Kilgrave's control. Uh, They're like a hired security firm. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, like he knew that something like this might happen or that he might be incapacitated. Uh, and they were just there doing their job. Right. Um, we also catch up a little bit with uh, Hope, who is in mm-hmm. prison. And she gets the crap beaten out of her by another inmate named mm-hmm. Sissy. Mm-hmm. And uh, boy, did this episode get dark. Uh, yeah. uh, it got dark quick. Uh, we find out that Hope is, is the one who actually paid for the beating because she reveals that she is pregnant and probably by Kilgrave. Mm-hmm. And she uh, want, essentially wanted this woman to beat her so badly that she miscarries. Yeah. Uh, presumably, and I think they have to get her. They try to get her, like a a morning after pill type thing. Yeah. Sort of nullify the. Pre- it's horrible and awful. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, this show got dark quick. Yeah. Uh, and very unsettling. The way they're going about building how horrible Kilgrave is is definitely interesting. Yeah, he's effective. <laughs> like you don't even necessarily see him doing things. No, it's just the effects of him yes. on other people, and know. that's enough to make him creepy. Um, so, we, uh, uh, and there's also, uh, we get Jessica trying to, uh, she, I, I think she eventually, uh, uh, we get to a point where, where Kilgrave, now that he's recovered, calls Jessica, and wants to set up a deal where he won't go after her friend Malcolm anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if Jessica agrees to do Malcolm's job for him, so take pictures of herself and send them to Kilgrave at 10 o'clock a.m. sharp every yep. single day. And um, she... She's trying to help Malcolm sort of wean off of the drugs, and he reaches that point that happens in every drama show with mm-hmm. a drug addict, where somebody goes, fine, I'm sick of this, here's your drugs, you can decide to take them or throw them away. Right. And he threw them away, and she realizes that he was going to get better. So she decides to take the deal uh, and save the man who wants to save himself. Mm-hmm. Um, so what, what did you think of, uh, the sandwich saved me episode, Aurora? I really like this episode, um, because there's a couple of reasons, but the, the first one is that the theme of this show, um, what acts, what's actually scary in the show, um, is the relation, like the way that Kilgrave mm-hmm. affects Jessica. Yeah. And, um... I feel like as a woman seeing the show, it touched upon a lot of fears that women have, mm-hmm. um, which I think is great the way that they are portraying it, um, because I feel like both genders can't can, uh, perceive how that fear is. Right. Um, so I think I like how they are portraying this theme of like stalker or you know, a person that wants to control you. Yes. Um, I like how they are they're approaching this subject. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really well portrayed in this episode, especially with him 
making her take pictures of herself so that she could save Malcolm. Yeah. Um, because I it's, think... so, it's something so simple, but at the same time, it's so invading and yeah. um, demeaning that she has to do just to save her friend. Right. Yeah. I, I think this is fascinating on a number of levels because they gave us the flashback stuff, mm-hmm. which was delightful and fun and funny. Right. Um, with the exception of one flashback, which we did not mention, which was um, the first person Jessica saves mm-hmm. as officially being a superhero on the job is Malcolm. Right. He's being beat up by a couple of people that are, I don't know if they're trying to get money from him or something, right? And she mm-hmm. saves him. And not only is that the first time she meets Malcolm, but it's revealed that that is the first time that she meets Kilgrave. Because mm-hmm. he is mm-hmm. there with a couple of women who are witnessing all of this. And, you know, he's like, leave me, you're boring me. And then just immediately takes control of Jessica. Yep. And and goes from there. Um, so there's... there's and, and, and then obviously the episode got darker from there. What with right. the storyline with Hope mm-hmm. uh, and uh, the revelations there. Uh, it got darker, and and I talked last on on the last episode about how this is you know clearly an analogy for uh, you know rape and what it's like for rape victims and mm-hmm. anybody who knows or has studied it or anything like that they know that um, rape is rarely about sex it's almost always entirely about yeah. control right. And that's right. that's what Kilgrave is. He is control. That's what he wants right. to control people. And, and that's uh, why that's why I like the show because there's been so many shows and movies that have tried to cover this topic and mm-hmm. failed miserably. Yeah. This <laughs> and is in this show analogy. they're doing it yes. in this show they're doing it so well. Yes. Um that it, it they're kind of bringing awareness to it, but at the same time they're entertaining you. So um you don't feel like it's in your face. Yeah. You know it's like I mean? fun learning. Yeah. Right. I'm learning, but I'm having fun at the same time. Uh, the uh, the layer that I loved the most is, you know, having her take the pictures. Because mm-hmm. he's controlling her again, and he didn't even have to use his power. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, you know, is an, an amazing little touch. He manipulated her without forcing her to do it. Or yeah. making her feel like she wants to do it. He just, you know... He doesn't. Sometimes he doesn't even need to use his power. And here she is again doing the thing that she swore she would never do, which is Kilgrave tells her to do something mm-hmm. and she does it. Yeah, and it shows you how evil he is because he doesn't even need his powers to be evil. Yeah, and like he he also did the same thing to Malcolm. He made him be addicted to drugs so that he doesn't have to use his powers. He just makes made him addicted to. And the whole the thing drugs. is just creepy. Yes. That he wants just pictures of her every day. Yeah. He's fucking yeah. creepy as hell. <laughs> um, okay, so a score for the sandwich saved me. Um, I'm going to give it a four. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, four and a quarter is what I have written down mm-hmm. here. Uh, like I said, I, I love the layers they're starting to develop. Uh, Glenn has told me that there is a Kilgrave-centric episode um, he said it's not like the Kingpin episode where we okay. learn about his childhood or anything mm-hmm. like that, but we do have like some episodes that are very centered around him and okay. what he's all about uh, okay. and stuff like that. So I'm just like, oh, I can't wait. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm super excited to get more. 
um, let, uh, let's talk about uh, the next episode, season one, episode mm-hmm. six, a.k.a. you're a winner. <laughs> uh, and when I said it like that last week, I had no idea how apt that would be <laughs> when yeah. it was tied into this episode. Yeah. Um, okay, so we start out at a poker game that Kilgrave is at, uh, and he's enthralled the other... Uh, basically, he's he's controlling the other participants to allow him to win. Uh, there's all this money at the table, and he's like, I'm going to go all in. And he's like, mm-hmm. and so is everyone else. And everyone goes all in. There's all this money. It's over, a, I think she said $1.5 or whatever. And he's like, let's, let's have some fun. Now everybody fold. <laughs> and they all folded, and he won with, I believe, a 2 and a 7. Oh my gosh, yes. And he's like, just think of it this way. You'll learn a, you'll have a story to tell everybody about how you guys all lost a million dollars on the worst hand of poker you've ever seen. Uh, and he, uh, oh, and for good measure on the way out, one guy had the, the guts to question him. Uh, so he's like, hey, uh, let's see how long it takes you to put your head through that post. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And this dude just starts wrapping his head into a post as hard yeah. as he could. He just did yeah. that for fun. He doesn't. The the crazy thing about Kilgrave is that he doesn't stick around to see what happens. He's no. like, hey, just yeah. do. Let's see how, how long it takes you, and then he just leaves. Oh my gosh. He doesn't care. <laughs> um. So uh, Jessica and Malcolm are contemplating a new plan to capture Kilgrave when Luke Cage knocks upon her door mm-hmm. and wants Jessica to find someone named Antoine Greer, a young man who disappeared when. He was given money by his sister, Serena, to pay for his debt to a loan shark named Len Strikes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Cage attempted to find Greer on his own, but was unsuccessful. Uh, The tension between the two of them were high to the point of recommending another detective on Jessica's part. She eventually gave in and took the case. Mm -hmm. After searching Antoine's apartment for clues, uh, which include basically Jessica's like, look, if you're a detective, this is where you want to search. And she dumps his garbage can uh, and <laughs> finds the lottery tickets. And uh, this guy enters into contests and things like that. And in maybe the greatest moment of the season so far, she her plan is to call Antoine's phone and mm-hmm. leave a voicemail in the hopes that he'll return the phone call. And essentially, I can't even do the voice because <laughs> I'm not girly enough, but... <laughs> She goes into this almost, I want to say almost valley girl Yeah, it was kind of like valley girl, yeah. She's just like, oh my god, you're a winner. If you want to claim your Xbox One, please call us back at this number by tomorrow. You're a winner. Uh, And I was laughing so hard. perfect, perfect. Yeah, Yeah, it was awesome. (laughs) And uh, uh, this is when they're approached by uh, Len strikes outside the apartment and he agrees to keep his distance so that he can get his money upon the discovery of Antoine Greer. Uh, Jones, uh, Jessica then receives a phone call from Jerry Hogarth uh, that Hope has been hospitalized. Um, this is, by the way, uh, I guess we jumped ahead a little bit. This is when she sort of reveals that she's pregnant uh, mm-hmm. and that she wants uh, the miscarriage to happen. Um so uh, Luke Cage comes back to visit Jessica at her office uh, after learning from Malcolm about her past tro- uh, her past troubles with Kilgrave and asks if uh, he can make amends for whatever caused their breakup. And Jessica admits that he didn't do anything wrong. 
then this sentence kindly says the two consummate their renewed relationship. Because <laughs> uh, Jessica is basically like, I'm a lot of things and I'm a piece of shit. And mm-hmm. he's like, look, you are a lot of things, but a piece of shit is not one of them. Right. Um, and then they make up, to say the mm-hmm. least. Afterwards, Luke reveals that he is hunting for Antoine because Serena has promised that she would reveal Reva Connor's killer mm-hmm. upon the return of Antoine Greer. And Jessica is like, oh, God, I got to find this kid first because yep. we all know what happened mm-hmm. uh, with this situation. Uh, a man with a Puerto Rican accent calls Jessica's phone pretending to be Antoine because mm-hmm. Jessica left a message on Antoine's phone. Uh, Luke knows that this is not Antoine, but asks him to get the address anyway and to re- retrieve a, a package from a certain place in time. So they follow this man to an abandoned warehouse where they realize that it is being used as a marijuana growery. Right. Uh, or a greenhouse, I suppose, would be a the proper English language term. Uh, Jessica confronts uh, this kid while uh, Luke is dealing with some Rottweilers uh, who are there guarding the pot plants. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is when we find Antoine. He had not been captured or anything. <laughs> he was just working here. Just yeah, <laughs> chilling, growing enough weed to become financially independent and able mm-hmm. to repay his sister and the lone shark. Uh, suddenly, lone shark dude, Len, shows up with his uh, goons, I suppose. Uh, and a big fight ensues, which obviously I think you know how that ends up. Uh, mm-hmm. Jessica and Luke Cage wipe the floor with these people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jessica, however, while Luke is tied up with a few of them, leaves with Antoine in the hopes of getting to Serena's apartment sooner. Uh, she does. She gets there before Luke and wants what uh, Serena is promising Luke. But uh, he does eventually show up and there's a file and he's reading it. And Jessica is just about to spill the beans when Luke Cage says his name is Charles Wallace, the bus driver. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was drunk. It was way over the legal limit, and that's what killed Reva. Yeah. And Serena's like, yeah, that was all kept, like, hush-hush. They didn't bring up his, he still works for the yeah. the the bus line and everything. Which, by the way, huge coincidence yes. that that happened at the same time. <laughs> yes, very lucky that all of this happens. Um, Malcolm, in the meantime, joins the Kilgrave support group and lends his testimony to them. Uh, Jessica is now eagerly trying to catch up to Luke Cage, who has found the bus that Charles Wallace is on. And at the last stop, uh, Luke gets up and says, you know who I am? The bus driver says, no. And he's like, do you remember who Reva Connors is? And he says, you're the husband. And he says, yes. Mm-hmm. And he, he is very sorry. Is this Charles Wallace? He says that he's been sober since the accident. And Luke says his time has run up and he grabs this man and throws him through the windshield. And that is when Jessica shows up and stops Luke from killing him because, of course, Jessica eventually tells the truth. And Mm -hmm. Luke Cage cannot believe this. Like, he's not even enraged anymore. He's just he's almost stunned. Yeah. He's like, you slept with me. We, you know, awful. The yes, he's like, he's like, your hands killed my wife. You've put them on my body. Like he was just, mm-hmm. she was crying. 
he didn't know how to feel or what to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, yeah, he just, uh, oh, I, I guess, uh, they say he insults Jessica, but he, he says, I guess you were right. You are a piece of shit. And then right. walks away and she's in tears. Uh, mm-hmm. meanwhile, we find out what Kilgrave did with his $1.5 million. Oh my gosh. He bought a house yes. in a quaint neighborhood. Uh, and the weird thing is he didn't even force them to do it. Right. He was going to offer money. He was going to offer. Yes. He's like, I was, cause there's a scene with him, right? In the cafe mm-hmm. where he's doing research on the internet about homes mm-hmm. in the area. And, um, he, he's like, look, I, I've been doing some research. I think it's worth about $600,000. I'm willing to give that to you right now. And he's like, the, the homeowner's like, eh. and Kilgrave thought about it for a second, like he was going to force him to do it. And he's like, I got a million five in this bag. I'll pay you that right now for this house, but you've got to move out by tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. Um, and he does. And it is shortly thereafter revealed why he wanted this house. As he's running his fingers across the wall, his fingers hit some notches, and he peels back the wallpaper to reveal that uh, there's some age marks, right? When you have a little kid and you mark right. it on the wall, like this is how old it is. It's revealed that this is Jessica Jones's childhood home. And Kilgrave has bought it for some creepy-ass yes. reason. <laughs> um, so what did you think of uh, You're a Winner, Aurora? This is where the power of restraint has to be acknowledged for both of us. Because yes. I saw that episode. I saw that ending where he bought that house, and I was like, I need to see the next episode. Yeah, what is he going to do with the house? I mean, like that and Jessica finally admitting what happened. Like, the struggle with Luke Cage had to be so real here because he is pissed. He is really pissed. He's a big guy. Yes, but. He's indestructible. (laughs) but But he also knows. That it's not her fault. Yeah. And he desperately wants it to be someone's fault. Because he wants to punish somebody for what happened to him. And now he doesn't know what to feel. And because... he has every right to be upset. Absolutely. Like, she waited so long yes. to tell him this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but at the same time, you know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, there there are people who are in abusive relationships right and you're like why didn't you go to the police like the the first time it happened she was afraid and ashamed Mm -hmm. she knew it wasn't her fault yeah but she was terrified she still felt ashamed and and terrified and that's the best thing about this is you can see both sides nobody's wrong here Mm -hmm. i mean Mm -hmm. i guess you could make the argument that she should have just been honest with him and it is her fault a little bit because she allowed herself to become romantically involved with this guy. Right, right. And when the truth came out, it was going to be that much more painful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah, I, I think that whole thing was just, that was great. I was totally captured up in that. I'm desperate to find out what happens next. But I have mm-hmm. a feeling they're probably going to hold it off for a few episodes. Yeah, I'm guessing the next episode is just going to be upset with each other and then something's going to happen that they're going to come together again. But yes, there's going to have to be a dealing with period Mm -hmm. uh, before cooler heads prevail at some point. But yeah, uh, yeah, I like this. I liked um, we get to see the full extent of 
the Kilgrave control, even the minor control he has over Jessica, because mm-hmm. she's two minutes late to send her picture to Kilgrave. Yeah, and she's yeah. like, oh, shit, I'm late. Yeah, uh, she freaked out that she didn't. Send and it's just picture. you know, he just he, when she sent the uh, photo, he sends a text back saying, "You're late. Never." Don't, don't let it happen again or something like that yes and it's just a text but it was so creepy and so scary he's i have a feeling i just have a feeling that they they did this as a setup that she's going to be late again and malcolm mm-hmm. is going to wind up dead mm-hmm. it's my feeling mm-hmm. um i yeah. i just i feel like that would be a Kilgrave thing to do yeah which i would hate because i love malcolm mm-hmm. i love that character so much <laughs> Uh, is there okay? So, is there anything better in this world than sarcastic Jessica Jones? <laughs> like between these two episodes, like her at the jobs and mm-hmm. her pretending to be the prize winner lady. Right. Like, I don't think there's anything better than her when she's just sarcastic. She does it so well. Oh my god, it's so good. <laughs> I that's that's I, I look forward to it. It's like, what smart ass thing is she going to say to somebody this time? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it's it's great. Uh, she's a jerk to everybody, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, she's kind of like you know. She's kind of reminding me of a little bit. She's like, um, you ever watch House? She's like House. He is like House. Like it's true. Uh, he's he's charming, and you like him, but boy, is he an ass to people. <laughs> yes. And she's kind of got that same thing going on. Like she's. Uh, I, I feel like they're kind of very similar. Like they're damaged. Yeah. They're good. And like like cows, uh, she's an ass to people, but at the same time, she enjoys being. <laughs> yes, but she also wants to help. Like yeah. deep down inside, she wants to help, just like House does. Yes. Um, this is like a girl house. Like they would totally be married and have a million babies, and they'd all be, and all of their kids would be jerks as well. Yeah, I would um, love to see a conversation between House and Jessica Jones. <laughs> I don't think there'd be a single. I don't think there'd be a single, uh, oh like honest, serious, non-sarcastic word uttered. How they, awesome will it be that there was a house episode where Jessica Jones was a patient? Yeah, that would be just, the best. They would just rip on each other the whole time. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah. I. I. I thoroughly like this episode. This was. This is not the episode that I'm. I'm still expecting a big, episode like bomb to drop. Mm-hmm. Um, but this did have the big moment, the, the reveal that Jessica admitted that she killed Reva Connors. Yeah. That's a big, that's a pretty big moment. Uh, the stuff with hope happened in this episode. I thought it yeah. happened in the previous episode. It all, it kind of tied in to each other, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but I loved how, again, covering topics are very controversial. They covered abortion in this episode. The way and- they, the way they tackled it in this episode was great i yes but i feel like uh especially the dialogue that hope had mm-hmm. uh, i guarantee that if the right i guess the right or wrong person depending on how you view it sees it that will spark some controversial uh debate yeah. on the internet because uh she was very adamant that she did not want this thing to live yeah, and she called it that. She's like, "This thing, I don't want mm-hmm. this thing to, be, you know, I don't want to nurture it. I don't want to." Uh, and I can see because there's obviously a large group of people out there, mm-hmm. uh, you know, who are going to look at that and not yes. be pleased with that line of dialogue. So not only did they take on a controversial 
topic, but they took they took on the controversial topic with controversial dialogue to match. Right. Which right. Kudos which I, the balls yes. to write yeah. it like that. Definitely, and I hope that someone that's one of the people that you're talking about sees yeah. this episode and thinks differently because it it perfectly captured you know how a woman that's been raped will see abortion. Yes. Um, so I, I think it was great. And can we talk about how creepy it was that Jerry wants the fetus? Is that, yes. Um, <laughs> the okay. So we kind of did gloss over that. Yes. Um, Jerry Hogarth, her lawyer. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So she gets. Hope the abortion inducing pill, right? Mm-hmm. Um, well, Jessica and, got it, but she yeah. made Jerry stay with her. Yes, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and after this all happens, she signs paperwork to keep the aborted fetus. Yes. What the hell? Why do you think she wants it? I have no idea. You think that she thinks that that, that there's something in the tissue or something that is going to have like Kilgrave's powers it's got to be right like she's like hugo strange or something where she's gonna like turn it into like i don't <laughs> know she's gonna use it to extract i don't know but that was really weird i i also thought that maybe she would use it to like manipulate Kilgrave. like if he Kilgrave knows that there was a baby maybe. that resulted out of this yes thing with hope that she could use it to blackmail him or something. I don't know. It was so it was so strange that I had forgotten about it until you mentioned it. <laughs> and I'm like, Jerry with the feet. Oh my god, yes. you're right. <laughs> yes. What was happening there? Um, yes. Yeah, and this is also in the midst of Jerry making it known to Pam that she wants to marry her, but yeah. Pam can't marry her until she divorces her current wife, whom mm-hmm. she's also it was revealed has Jessica trying to dig up dirt on because I'm mm-hmm. guessing when she divorces her Jerry wants to keep most of that money for herself right uh, instead of splitting it 50-50 so um, so she's a horrible person she's the worst yeah <laughs> um, she is not good at all um, I'm almost wondering if she's going to end up turning into like the bad guy on this show I don't know because I mean that was some serious bad guy stuff like I want yes. this I want this fetus mm-hmm. um <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I, I tried to see it in that. yeah, I I tried to see it from the perspective of her being a lawyer and finding ways of defending her client, but I don't know how I don't know how <laughs> she will do it with the fetus. I don't know. Ugh. I don't know. That's <laughs> that is. I mean, that's Kilgrave level creepy. Yes. Maybe she's working for Kilgrave. I don't know. Maybe she's Ooh. under Kilgrave's control. Maybe. We don't and we don't know it yet. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, terrifying, though. Mm-hmm. That's all I have to say about that. Um, okay, so a score, Jessica. Uh, I almost called you Jessica. Oh my god, <laughs> that would be amazing. Yes, I, uh, Jones. <laughs> well, I mean, sit down interview time. I guess perfect time to <laughs> to learn everything you've ever wanted to know about the show directly from <laughs> the horse's mouth. Uh, no, I almost called you Jessica, probably because not only have we been talking about this show for the last twenty minutes. But mm-hmm. I'm also really wanting to watch the next episodes. Yes, yes. Uh, 
Aurora, that's your name. Uh, <laughs> what did you think of You're a Winner, a score for You're a Winner? I will give it a, a 4.5. I, I love this episode. I really liked it. Agreed. I also have 4.5 uh, on my paper O scores. It's right here. I write, I write them down. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I don't take any notes, but I write down my score for the episode. Uh, I, maybe I should take notes in the future. Uh, yeah, this was a really good episode. Good, and yeah. I'm excited because I really like the episode titles for next week. Uh, because one of them is my favorite episode title of the entire show. So I'm super excited just to watch. Uh, and because all of these episode titles have been fit into the episodes at some yes. point. Yes. You hear the title of the episode at some point mm-hmm. in here. So I'm really excited to hear, at the very least, one of these titles uttered. And in what context it's also uttered. Because <laughs> uh, to be perfectly honest, I didn't really know where The Sandwich Saved Me was going to come from. And yeah. I was super happy when I found yes. out for both of these, actually. There were both great scenes yes. in which the episode titles uh, were uttered. So uh, we'll come back, uh, I believe, next week. We still got mm-hmm. some time before the holidays. Yeah, we, yes. got, we got some time. Uh, we'll be back next week to talk season one, episode seven of Jessica Jones, a.k.a. Top Shelf Perverts. <laughs> and season one, episode eight, a.k.a. WWJD. WWJD.